0: Autobots, transform! <laughs> Well, hey, and welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today is episode four of season three of Transformers Prime Beast
1: Hunters. It is rebellion. This episode was directed by Scooter Tidwell. It was written by Stephen Melching. And the last time on Transformers Prime, Predaking was unleashed upon the Autobots just as Ultra Magnus arrived to take control of Team Prime. Then Optimus continued his poor decision-making skills by insisting that Smokescreen should be the new leader of the Autobots. (laughs) Huh? Anyway, on this episode, we're up inside the Harbinger, and, um, and Ultra Magnus is telling them, hey, we don't have the firepower to take out Dark Mount. Nope. Uh, well, Fowler tells him, look, Uncle Sam has the firepower,
0: all right, but we can't use it as long as Megatron has his guns pointing at Washington. And did you know that you would need a tower 250 kilometers high to shoot Washington from Colorado? Because y- you would know that if Alex Kurtzman didn't blow up my rant in episode one. But Magnus says, all right, well, we need to get in there then and uh, take out the cannons at Dark Mount.
1: And Wheeljack offers to do it Wrecker style. and Magnus is like, I didn't like Wrecker style on Cybertron. I don't like it now. We're going to do it a different way. Yeah. Commercial break.
0: Yeah, And when we come back, we're back with Optimus and Hot Rod. I mean, Smokescreen. <laughs> and uh, he's not ready to be the boss. And Optimus is like, you don't have a choice. Neither do I. The, the
1: Matrix picks the
0: Prime. It's not, not the other way around, right?
1: And so then why is Optimus telling him you're going to be the next Prime? Uh, I think you're going to be the next Prime. By the way, it's not my decision. <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway. Then how do you know uh, it's We him? To Jack. <laughs> Yeah, we go to Jack at another gas station. He's like, well, it worked last time. He sends an email to somebody. uh, And then right away up on the nemesis, um, Starscream picks up that signal. Yep. And he's like, aha, there they are. And he sends
0: it to troops. And then immediately the Autobots bridge him back to the Harbinger. And now it's Miko's turn. And she's in New York. And she's one of those people that calls pizza a pie. Yeah. Like, yeah, if you're one of those, or if you call it za, you need to stop
1: doing that. Seriously. People who call pizza-za are the same people who call, uh, when instead of appetizers and beverages, they say, let's go for appies and bevvies. (laughs) We'll do brunch. (laughs) So when when Starscream picks up Miko's signal, he orders a ground bridge to be opened into New York so they can take out that signal. And then she returns to the Harbinger.
0: Yeah, and she's like, oh, I really could have used that pizza, though. Yeah. And now they're radioing in with Jack's voice saying they're under attack. And Starscream thinks, oh, it's one of our energon mines. And we somehow don't know what Jack's voice sounds like and have a recording of it to compare. Yeah, really? But uh, this time he sends out the Insecticons to go have a look at this.
1: And back at the Harbinger, uh, Ultra Magnus tells the Autobots to lock and load. I like that he didn't say roll out. That was good, but it says lock and load. And uh, we cut to Fowler, who's sitting on the tarmac in his jet with a bunch of other jets, and they are just waiting on the order from the Autobots to attack that tower. Chomping at the bit. And
0: now with the Energon mine, the Insecticons get there and everybody seems confused. And uh, the the Vietcons Radio scream like, there's no attack here, Commander. Like, we're fine. Everything's fine.
1: How are you? Kind of thing. And as soon as they call into Starscream, of course, Megatron's there and he's like, hey, asshole, why are you sending my troops all over the continent? Yeah, they're all over the damn map. What's going on? And
0: Starscream's like, well, the Autobots that are up to no good. And he doesn't understand how they're hacking into the communication systems. And then they finally figure out they must be using the equipment in the Harbinger.
1: And Megatron loses his shit. He's oh, like, yeah. you left that thing there with unprotected Decepticon technology that's still in use you fuck <laughs> and Starscream apologizes for it right away gets his yeah, shiny silver armada he calls it. yeah and he gets his armada ready and tells him to attack the Harbinger and destroy it and commercial break
0: mm-hmm. and uh, Starscream's about to bridge them out when we come back but then the place starts shaking and Megatron is like uh, seeing as we're apparently
1: under attack Starscream how about they stick around for a while or however he says it though yeah. it's fucking funny so we go down to the base of Dark Mount and uh Bulkhead and Jackie are like throwing grenades and shooting stuff. Basically they're making a lot of noise mm. to draw attention to them.
0: Yeah. And the Seekers transform and start attacking. And the Autobots are all using their new toys now. And one of Wheeljacks is this like energy whip thing and yeah. he somehow takes out three of
1: these Seekers that are flying high in the air. Like It was right out up. of Iron Man 2, which I also didn't like and it just, it's this, as soon as I saw that I was like, we're never going to see that weapon again. That's <laughs> that's a one and done. I guarantee it. Uh, I hope I'm wrong because it's kind of a cool weapon, but it's a one and done. Yeah. As that's happening, we cut up to another Seeker or Vehicon, just General Vehicon, who's watching this fight take place. He's basically on guard duty.
0: Yeah, it looks like he's holding a rocket launcher or something, trying to fix it beat on them
1: and he gets a tap on his back and he turns around and there's RC and bumblebee and they punch him out yep and inside megatron is getting more and more pissed off at
0: this and shockwave's like well i know it's not you know, my military thing isn't really my
1: thing, but I humbly suggest we release the Predacon. <laughs> so we go down to Jackie and Bulk, and they see all these Seekers fly away, and then Predaking comes out and roars at them and starts swooping down. Yeah, it dives at them. And once again, Ultra Magnus
0: bullseyes it with his ship's guns, and Predaking starts chasing him, but, and he radios Ratchet, okay, like, do it now, like, and he opens a ground bridge, and he he flies out of the way but the Predacon sails right through it into some arctic area and freezes
1: solid pretty much instantly. That makes sense, sure. Okay. And when we go back, uh, Starscream, there's this brief little moment, he's like, oh, I'm so sad that your stupid fucking lizard died. <laughs> where, where, boohoo, Walk away, bitch. Because Shockwave just
0: leaves. Yeah, he just turns around and walks away, and it shows him go outside, and it's like, remember that scene in the IT crowd where he just opens the window and fucking jumps out? I thought it was gonna be something like that, but uh,
1: no, he, uh, he goes outside and he starts jumping down the tower. And and then we have optimus land half dead and he uh he gets another vision of alpha trion he starts talking to smokescreen well he's not talking to smokescreen but he's like who are you are you there what is this vision i'm seeing and smokescreen's like dude i'm right here it's me you know me and we cut to optimus in his virtual imagination imaginarium with ultra magnus, not ultra magnus with um, alpha trion
0: alpha trion yeah and um alpha trion's like well if if you're seeing me And if you're here, that means you're dead or dying, and it's time to hand that thing over. To someone else that thing being the matrix and he's like why are you hesitant
1: optimus and optimus says he's hesitant not because he's concerned about rejoining the all spark but he's concerned about the future of the matrix even though he was very confident yes. when he was alive that <laughs> the matrix would a- go to sh- anyway whatever on um, we then go to ultra magnus and he lands like his ship lowers down he boards i guess can you board a tower sure he boards dark mount and starts taking out of uh, yeah he comes in well before that he's like uh he wants an update from the stealth team and
0: rc says uh yeah there's some resistance shows her and bumblebee are fighting all these vehicons inside so you're not the stealth team anymore if they no. found you but yeah magnus pretty much just comes in through the fucking window and starts blasting the Viacons in this room but then something blasts his gun
1: yeah and it's megatron who's like hey i guess you were uh you're here to take out the power generator because there's this big column of you know glowing energy that is charging my fusion weapons. And Magnus is like, "Yeah, that's that's why I'm here. That's the plan." And they charge each other. <laughs> it's like that's the plan, and you're in the way. And
0: yeah, they they get into it. and Outside, shockwave is still falling, and uh, he finally lands, and it's this huge friggin' crash. But he's fine. He's fine. He's got Chell's long Super fall the portal. I guess. Yeah. He sees Wheeljack and Bulkhead, and transforms into his tank thing and heads towards
1: Towards them and blast them, and down they go. And when they go down, we then cut to R.C. and Bumblebee, who get surrounded by Viacons inside. I don't know if they're in Dark Mount or in the Nemesis. All the yeah, hallways look similar. Pretty wherever much. they are, they get surrounded and
0: scrap have to surrender yeah and back with magnus he and megatron are having themselves a good old fight but he's no match for megatron but it's the closest we've seen in a while
1: in fact he so megatron is this great bit where he headbutts magnus and then like punches his head into punches magnus's head into a wall oh man that looked like it fucking hurt well magnus just falls <laughs> to his knees and collapses his over. knees just buckle and f- Flat in his face. And Megatron even says, you're no optimist. Commercial break. And when we come back, Fowler's still sitting on the tarmac waiting for a signal.
0: Yeah, he's getting impatient. And uh, Megatron drags Magnus by the arm up to the top floor of this thing. I'm thinking, okay, he's just going to throw him off the tower. But no, he just lets him down there and Starscream tells Megatron, yeah, like, all the invaders have been taken captive, but there's no sign of Optimus Prime, though.
1: So Megatron asks where Optimus Prime is, and before, uh, Ultra Magnus can answer, we go back to Alpha Trion talking to Optimus, and, um, he says, take my hand and join the AllSpark. Yes, he does,
0: because from the outside, where Smokescreen is, Optimus's eyes go black, and his chest opens, and there it is, there's the Matrix of Leadership. Yeah. But, Smoke screen's like, this isn't the way the story is supposed to end. And he just looks over and he's got the script in his hand. (laughs)
1: He's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. There's like 12 more episodes and a movie left. It doesn't end like this. But speaking of things in hands, he
0: drags the hammer over and puts the handle of it down in Optimus's dead hand and it activates somehow.
1: So back at... Dark Mount, uh Magnus says, Hey, even if I knew where Optimus was, I wouldn't tell you. And uh Megatron says, All right, then I want to have all the Autobots executed and fire the fusion cannons at the largest human settlements you can find.
0: Yep, whatever's in sight, blow it up. It's high time we made an example of this place. But then Starscream sees something coming in the distance and the other Autobots in Shockwave down on the ground, they see it too. And Megatron wonders, "Oh, is it the
1: Predacon? But Starscream's like, nope, it's not beasty enough. Yeah. <laughs> And we have a quick cut to Ratchet in the Harbinger with the kids, and he sees this signal coming towards Darkmount, and it's an Autobot signal. Yeah, he doesn't understand how could it be that
0: and flying, but it turns out it's because it's... Optimus with a jetpack
1: It's right, it's a brand new Optimus with a brand new Toy, he's big and bulky And he has a Gallon gun in. Yeah, okay, you okay, yeah, know it's I guess it's new. new And with a Gallon gun he can blow things a, Hey, what's that right there? Is that an Optimus? Yeah, d- dude. Okay. Whoa. This is and my MP10. It's a custom paint job. Do that's not. Please don't. Item. Do you know what looks good on collectors' items? Explosions. No, no, no. Please, dude, Do not no, come on, no, 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 no. Oh my god. Jeez. Uh. And that's more fun with Alex Kurtzman. Bye. I fucking hate that man. Now I gotta get a new mp 10 Anyway. Yes, it's. A, we'll deal with that later. It's a new Optimus Prime, and uh, he's yeah, he's big and bulky. And Kurtzman was right. He's got a Gatling gun. Yeah, and Optimus
0: lands, and he just starts laying them all out. He punches Megatron clean across the top of the tower. Kicks the shit the out throne. of him. It just smashes down around him. And the, yeah, then he gets out the Gatling gun. And Starscream looks like he's trying to sneak away, but I guess Magnus is back on his feet. He punches him back to the middle of the room.
1: And then Magnus kind of brings Optimus up to date. Here's what's going on here the attack plan and uh then
0: we're Sir, gonna will yeah
1: <laughs> and then uh calls into the rest of team prime and says optimus is back baby he's
0: alive and well and on the ground the autobots and vehicons are just looking at each other <laughs> like they stop fighting for no reason i guess and then finally wheeljack gets the swords out and they start fighting but then he and bulkhead get into it with shockwave
1: yeah and back up on uh the top of dark mount magnus boards a ship and flies off um as optimus jumps off and jet packs to go take out the fusion cannons megatron gets up out of the rubble of his former throne and is like optimus and he transforms and starts chasing optimus prime he's had enough for one day yeah so optimus gets
0: to the barrel of the fusion cannon but then megatron starts firing at him and chasing him around the tower and uh then the vehicons tell starscream okay more enemies are approaching and Starscream realizes okay, it can't be the Autobots that are all here. So it's got to be the humans. And it, it, yeah, it's the
1: Air Force. And he tells them, activate the fusion cannons. We're not fucking around anymore. Like, let's level some cities. So while that's happening and the cannons are powering up, Optimus and Megatron are having this dogfight fly around. And Optimus... It's kind of not even a jet pack. It's just a levitate wherever you want pack at this point. Pretty much, but yeah. He grabs a Megatron by the wings and, like, hammer throws him, just <laughs> launches him yeah. into the reactor of the fusion cannons.
0: Yeah, he, he comes through the window when starfighter mode, transforms at some
1: point, and ends up right into the the stream of this thing and kaboom yeah the cannons kind of blow up at the base and then all power down and uh magnus orders the autobots as soon as that happens he's like autobots clear out so they all take off as the air force comes in to blow up these cannons
0: yeah, like Bumblebee and RC transform and head off. Then it shows Bulkhead and Wheeljack still with Shockwave. And Wheeljack is pretty much doing like the Bugs
1: Bunny headlock to Shockwave you yeah. know he was fighting that
0: guy. But then Bumblebee rams and Wheeljack and Bulkhead transform and follow Bumblebee and RC.
1: So the Air Force launches, or the, the fighters that are in the air launch all their missiles at, at the uh, fusion cannons and blow it to hell. Mm, and Shockwave looks up at this and he just calmly asks Soundwave
0: for a ground bridge. Uh, presumably to the nemesis and he just slowly starts walking towards it and he's not in it for half a second before a whole bunch of shit lands where he was just standing
1: as soon as they went to that shot and he was slowly walking away, I was like, okay, a bunch of stuff's gonna fall. So I <laughs> knew it was coming, but it still was a really great moment. Yeah. Um, back up on the top though, uh, oh, and there's a quick cutaway with Smokescreen of driving towards him on the highway and he stops as Dark Mount starts to collapse. Yeah. He's like, Oh, I'm too late. Damn it.
0: Oh, I missed it. And, yeah. I'm sure in the next goes. episode,
1: Smokescreen will have a moment explaining why he was too late and how it all made sense. But that doesn't matter. Uh what matters is that uh before everything starts to collapse starscream orders a bunch of vehicons to carry megatron and get him onto the nemesis they have to retreat
0: yep if they want to have want to have any hope of winning this war they got to get him out of here now so back at the airbase fowler thanks the autobots on behalf of the president but it's still too early to introduce them to the world and he salutes them
1: yeah uh Mag- magnus relinquishes command to optimus um ratchet asks if the forge is like truly dead and just smokescreen says yeah I did what I had to do and there's this cute little moment where Ratchet says you know what you did the right thing
0: well I think we all know where this one's gonna go The Autobots pull the same trick on the Predacon that Samway pulled on RC that time, the old bridge them to the arctic bit, but unlike with RC, where all it really did was get her off the ship, this time the Predacon freezes solid pretty much instantly, and to be fair, it looked like an otherwise bright sunny day when it happened to RC, this time it looks like it's night and it's windy, but no. There are animals and even people who live in parts of the world where it's not out of the question for it to go down to minus 50 or 60 Celsius. The coldest temperature ever recorded on Earth was almost minus 90 Celsius at a Soviet Antarctic research station in 1983. Minus 90. So let's say they sent the Predacon there and that's how cold it was. But hang on. We've had Earth-made robots crawling around on Mars since the 90s. It's about minus 60 on an average day there. And some of those things survived a long time. Curiosity's been there since 2012, it's still working. Opportunity lasted 14 years and even then it wasn't the cold that did it in, it ran out of power because its solar panels were covered in a dust storm and it couldn't recharge its batteries. Uh, Never mind Mars, we've had all kinds of shit flying around in space since the 50s and it's minus 270 degrees in space.
1: The Voyager probes have been in space. And here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show. The next episode we're going to review is Project Predacon. Mm-hmm. If you want to see a project that would have failed a grade 8 science fair, you can <laughs> find us on Twitter. I'm at John Sobey. Paul is at PMACPherson1.
0: Yeah, and the Mars Curiosity rover is on there too. No, really it is. And make sure you rate and review us in your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with, and tell all your friends so everybody you know.
1: You can tell them they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, keep on Transformers. See you later.
0: I really could have used that pizza, though.